And now, it's time to catch up with the week's events as HCR 104FM presents the omnibus edition of Huntsford. Hi, Chantal. Can I tempt you to a drink after you've finished cleaning up? Oh, not tonight, I'm afraid. I've got to order some more stock, otherwise I'm going to run out. I'll join you tomorrow, though. Oh, don't talk to me about stock. I've just had yet another customer complaining about those products Judy sold us. Well, that's odd. I thought Alison and Laura said they were great. Well, clearly you haven't heard the latest twist in the tale. Well, what do you mean? Well, the samples were great, but the real tail packs are just rubbish. Well, what's wrong with them? Oh, where do you want me to start? Shampoo that stings, watery conditioner, sticky styling mousse, horrible hairspray. I could go on. Oh, poor Judy. Her suppliers must have let her down. Oh, I can't believe you're defending her. Clearly she intended to lure us with good samples and then fob us off with shoddy products. I'm sure she didn't do it deliberately. Oh, you're too nice for your own good, Chantal. I told you Judy wasn't to be trusted, and here's the proof. This is how she does business. I can understand why you're upset, but I'm going to keep an open mind and stay friends with her. I just won't mix business with pleasure. Oh, please don't. Make sure you buy that stock you need from a reputable supplier. Oh, thanks for reminding me about my stock. I'd better crack on with the order. I'll see you Great. tomorrow night for that drink. Great. Chantelle? Yes? Can we make it just the two of us? No Judy? You got it. Just you and me. There you go. One nice refreshing mojito for my bathing beauty. Thanks. Can't believe how warm the sea is for this time of year. I had a lovely swim. Well, it looked like you are enjoying yourself. I reckon I might take a jet ski out this afternoon. Sounds good, but go easy on the beer if you're going to do that. Oh, chill out, Sam. I'll be fine. Stop worrying. I am chilled, actually. Huntsford seems like a million miles away. Which is a good thing. Too right. All that business with my new half-sister seems a lot less important now. I'm glad to hear it. Hang on. Your back looks a bit red. Let me put some suntan lotion on. Oh, cheers. Oh, oh wow, that's cold. Hold still. That's better. While you were swimming, I've got a few more lyrics down in my notebook. Sounds encouraging. This holiday's given me just the headspace I needed to write some new songs for the band. I think they're going to be my best ever. Oh, let me know when you want me to try out the vocals. Well, I'm not ready yet, but maybe later in the week. Perfect. Gives me plenty of time to drink cocktails and work on my tan. Which reminds me, how about a refill before lunch? Oh, I really shouldn't, but... All right, go on then. Thanks for coming out midweek, Chantal. It's so nice to have some time together. Just the two of us. Without Judy, you mean? Well, I don't actually. You know I'm not her biggest fan. But what I meant was, I've got something I want to discuss with you. Oh, what's that? My second attempt at online dating. Oh, right. How did it go? Any better than your first attempt? 
Oh, it couldn't have been much worse, could it? Dodgy toupee. Bad table manners. Fascinating career with the inland revenue. <laughs> You're right. He wasn't exactly a hard act for this new guy to follow. A uh, girl, actually. Oh, okay. You giving up on dating men? No. In fact, I'm planning on sticking to men for the time being. Why? What was wrong with this woman? That's just it. There was nothing wrong with her. She was really pretty, with an amazing figure, and she was very witty and intelligent. So what was the problem? Well, the problem was she wasn't Jade. I, I, I thought I was over her, but dating a woman, it just made me realise that I'm not. Oh, you poor thing. Are you sure you should be dating at all if it's going to upset you like this? As long as I only date men, it should be fine. I've just learnt the hard way that dating an attractive woman will only remind me of Jade. Oh, I guess it was never going to be easy, this dating business. No, but I've got another guide lined up for next week and who knows? It could be third time lucky. Oh, Fiona, don't get your hopes up. Hello, Sarah. Have you found Heather? Hello, Charlotte. Don't worry, it's good news. Can I come in? Oh, of course. Raymond, Sarah's here. She's found Heather. Oh, that's wonderful. Oh, I've been so worried. I kept calling, but her phone's dead. Well, she's got a new one for security purposes. She rang me earlier to give me the number and her address. I've just visited her to make sure she's safe. Oh, where is she? Oh, if, you, if you've visited, she can't be far away. Well, I can tell you she's in the Stamford area, but she doesn't want anyone to know the address in case her husband finds out. Quite right, too. When I see Nick at the club, I want to be able to say hand on heart that I've no idea where she is. Oh, is she with friends? She, she's too fragile to be alone. Uh, no, she's um, house-sitting. House-sitting? Well, the owners are abroad and didn't want to put the dog in kennels, well, she says the dog makes her feel safe and she does need some time to herself. Oh, she's left some clothes here. I'd like to send them to her. Now, she mentioned that and she said to ask you to give them to Adam at Pinkerton. He's a friend of the owners and he arranged the sitting. Adam did? That's right. Do you know his address? Oh, yes, of course. Anyway, Heather said to tell you she appreciates your help that needs to make a fresh start. I'd better be off. I'll see myself out. Oh, okay. Goodbye, Sarah. Um, thanks for letting us know. Oh, that's a relief. Now that I can say Heather has moved away with no forwarding address, things will be a lot easier down at the golf club. I didn't realise she knew Adam that well. They'd have met at the golf club dinners. But Heather was never close to Sandra, and those dinners are practically Victorian. What do you mean? You know the drill. The wives sit beside their husbands at dinner, and then the men disappear to the bar, and the women sit together boasting about their children. You mean no one was interested in politics? I mean the men never talked to the women. So how would Heather have got to know Adam? Well, maybe he advertised for a house sitter, and she saw the advert. Oh, possibly. 
particular. The important thing is we've done our bit and Heather has a fresh start away from Huntsford. The band sounded good just now. How are rehearsals going? Great. They're particularly impressed with their new drummer. So Dad's earplugs are worth it. Practice makes perfect and our gigs will bring the punters in. Just as well. We need cash to pay the lawyers. What do you mean? Your legal fees cost him all his savings and he's still in debt. And I'm working hard to pay him back and show him I've learned my lesson. Is that so? I was on remand with some seriously scary blokes. I bet they taught you everything you know. Such cynicism from my own sister. I grew up with you, remember? I know what you're really like. Here we go again. The, you're, the poor big sister act. Still reckon you always got the blame and I got away with it? Too right. There's a reason I call you Teflon Tommy. You need to move on, sis. I work my socks off doing your shifts, keeping Dad off the booze, holding things together. I won't do it again. Don't worry, sis. I'm not going back to prison. Ever. That had better be true. If you let Dad down again, you'll have me to deal with. Yeah, OK. Bye, Doreen. Lovely talking to you. Oh, hello, Charlotte. Who was that woman? Ah, you mean Doreen? She was all over you like a rash. Who is she? She's a friend of Bob's. She was at the garage when I dropped the car off the other morning. Oh, it looked to me as though she had another kind of bodywork in mind. What are you implying? Boring at you like that, and you weren't exactly fighting her off. <laughs> she was admiring my shirt, the bright colours and the floral pattern and... Well, that figures, given what she was wearing. Not everyone shares your taste for black, my love. Oh, come on, she was practically drooling over you. How do you think that makes me feel? She was just being friendly, darling. It's not my fault women find me attractive. You have the nerve to tell me I should trust you more. Season 4, episode 45 was written by Felicity Radcliffe and 46, Helen Cooley. Fiona was played by Angie Pike. Chantelle Becky Zarati, Mario Tony Irving, Sam Chloe Fagan Webb, Raymond Ben West, Charlotte Tina Yates, PC Evans Jilly Young, Jordan Anna Cooley, and Tommy Matt Smith. Post production engineer Sue Rodwell Smith. Sounds HCR Sound Library and freesound.org. Hunsford's theme tune was composed by Nick Thompson. Produced and directed by Sue Rodwell Smith. Hunsford was brought to you by Wavelength Productions and recorded in Huntingdon, Cambridgeshire.